Good morning and welcome to the Magellan Show. It's Tuesday, October the 20th, 2015. How are you doing this morning? I hope you're doing well. This is Magellan and I appreciate you being a part of our broadcast. We're here Tuesdays and Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're uh, we're glad it's here. And our live number our live number is six four six nine two nine zero seven zero nine. Guys, we're going to reconnect here in just a moment. It seems that uh we're getting a bad uh connection with our transmission. So don't go anywhere. We will be back with you in just a moment. This is Magellan, and we'll be back in about one minute. This is being recorded. Good morning. This is Magellan. For those of you that have been listening for the last couple of minutes, uh, you know that we had a little bit of a technical problem there. The the transmission was a bit staticky from what I had been hearing, and so we just reconnected. Hopefully, you're hearing a much clearer connection now. Our live number is 646-929-0709. Again, that number is 646-929-0709. Of course, you can always listen to the playback number. I'll give that to you right now. This will be available to you at the end of our broadcast today. And it is 712-775-7039. There is an access code required, and it is 327-756-POUND. This will be available at the end of our broadcast and available until the start of our of our next show. Well, it is Tuesday, October the 20th, 2015, and I hope you're having a great day. Uh, we want to get into as much news as we can. Uh, it seems like there's always something happening that, uh, that sparks our interest around here. But don't forget, though, you can follow our news report on Twitter. And we... Uh, we do appreciate uh, your uh, doing that. Um, okay, for those of you, I, I just uh, had to pause for a moment there. Um, if you if you are have been listening to this broadcast, or if you are listening to this broadcast live, and you're experiencing some static, if you will hang up and dial back in again, you should get a clear signal. So I just wanted to let you know that if some of you happen to dial in uh, early. So, okay, we've got that cleared up. Uh, Again, uh, at Real Magellan, if you want to follow us on Twitter for all the latest news reports. I do apologize for the uh, technical problems and some of the stops and interruptions there. Uh, But we are rolling now, and we're good to go. So a lot is happening, uh, we know, in in Syria and how Russia is a- approaching that situation. The United States was 
very upset about Rush, Russia's uh, handling of Syria and how they have been invading that country. But we're beginning to see a shift now. That's right. A shift has already begun in the tone and in the attitude of the uh, of of our government. So what's the deal here? Why the sudden change? Why are we seeing a shift take place? Okay, so at first, you, you know, if you were watching major news media, whether it's CNN or even Fox News, there was all this commentary about how Russia was going in and uh, and not really taking out ISIS, allegedly, but, but taking out moderate rebels, moderate rebels. And now we're seeing a different approach. We're seeing a, a, a different attitude that our government is having in regards to, to Russia. Well, we have talked about in our country the war on terrorism for a very long time, about how we want to destroy Al-Qaeda uh, the, uh, and now ISIS. There are still some concerns, though, in the Middle East, even, even if Russia is successful in defeating ISIS, there are other things that we have to be, that we have to be uh, mindful of. Look, we have a common enemy and that being ISIS. But what happens beyond that point? Are there other concerns that, that we also need to be uh, taking into consideration? Russia has really shown its, its strength and its, uh, its might. Now, is that going to come back to bite us at some point? The, the tensions, the tensions between the United States and in Russia couldn't be any higher. And I know that sounds like old 1980s Cold War rhetoric, but it is something to think about because we don't know what could lie ahead. And I, I do find the things that I'm hearing rather disturbing. The United States is, is sadly losing its influence uh, around the world. We've, we've lost our influence in the Middle East. I, Iraq has become quite a disaster as far as the security goes. Now, this has not affected the dinar, and we're glad that it hasn't done that. But as far as Iraq as a country goes, they have actually been calling out for Russia's help. Dr. Haider al-Abadi, the prime minister of Iraq, has said, look, you want to come into Iraq? Be our guest. But think about it this way. We, <laughs> we just left Iraq. You know, we said, okay, see you. You're on your own. Now, should we have gone into Iraq? That's a different story entirely. But once we got in there, we, we got the region stabilized, and then it's like, okay, we're out of there. You know, no, no security force, uh, which we should have had. We just left entirely. And so 
what we are seeing is is what former NATO general Wesley Clark said. Remember when we played the clip from from Wesley Clark? And and if you if you don't remember hearing that, just find it on YouTube. Just type in uh, Wesley Clark Seven Nation Plan. Uh, you should find it that way. And I mean, here we're talking about a high-ranking individual. Why am I bringing this back up again? I know I've mentioned it many times. I'm talking about it because of its relevance, of how we have seen the fall of various leaders and dictators throughout the Middle East. He said we would. This was some years ago. Now, in a later interview, Wesley Clark began to, to, to backpedal, began to deny those claims, saying that they were taken out of context, etc. And why did he do that? Well, probably because he knew that he said too much and was probably schooled to uh, to correct those, retract those statements in a way, or just say that, that they were misunderstood. But he said, we would go into these countries and look at it. We've done that. We've gone into Iraq. We've gone into Libya. We've gone into now Syria. Egypt, there was also some intervention there. And it just doesn't, Afghanistan, it doesn't stop. But now we have the the Russian dynamic. Now, is all of this planned or, you know, are things flowing uh, just in real time? What am I saying? Well, Listen to to this article, okay? Oh, we've got a lot of articles today. Uh, Just so many. Well, uh, Henry Kissinger says, let Russia defeat ISIS. Its destruction is more important than overthrow of Assad. Now, Henry Kissinger is a very influential force in the world whether you like him or not. And so when you hear that, when you hear Henry Kissinger speak, George Soros or any of these influential elites, then you begin to also hear the same tone and pitch from the U.S. government. So now the State Department is saying this. This is a courtesy of RT America. It's on several uh, news websites Assad, he's the he's the leader of of Syria, who the United States said was, you know, the bad, the new bad guy, the new villain. We, you know, we you got to have a villain, right? Uh, Saddam or uh, you know, Gaddafi or Mubarak or uh, any of these others. So it says Assad doesn't have to leave tomorrow. Uh, he can be part of a transitional process. This, according to the U.S., that was just a week or two ago that. You know, we would watch uh, news reports from Bill O'Reilly to Megyn Kelly and others saying, we've got to get Assad out of there like now. But now it's like, well, maybe he could be part of a transitional government. Russia wants Assad. 
and and the Syrians to remain in in, in power. Remember, I, I've I've said this for a long time. I said it two years ago, in fact, that uh, that Russia and Syria are allies. So are, what are we really seeing here? I mean, sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. Sometimes you've got to back up a little bit. Now, I believe that what's going on in Syria has prophetic implications, especially as they march toward Damascus. We know, and we've said many times in this show, that Isaiah chapter 17 says that there will come a point in time where Damascus will no longer be a city, that it will cease from being a city, that it will become a ruinous heap of dust. Now, that hasn't happened yet, but... According to the Bible, uh, it will. Now, am I saying that it will during this conflict, this confrontation? No, but it would not surprise me either. But there is a lot. There are a lot of things happening as we back up a little bit, a little bit, and begin to see the entire picture, the big picture. It's not just about Syria. We're seeing, we're seeing an entire, uh, an entire group of people. Uh, Especially what I'm referring to, the the Muslim population predominantly, the Arabs, but this group, how are they being used in this in this in this uh, in this flurry of of uh, geopolitical activity? Well, we are seeing millions, millions of of Syrians and other groups of people, other Arabs and other groups uh, posing as Syrians, flooding into Central and Western Europe. And we've got the biggest, listen to this, we've got the, the, the biggest shift, maybe even bigger uh, as far as a, uh, an influx of migrants, maybe even bigger than that of World War II. It's huge. Now, why, why would Russia do this? Why, I'm sorry, why would Europe do this? Why would, as the Syrian war is, is taking place, why would the leaders of, uh, of these various European countries allow such a massive influx of migrants that that don't have any kind of background checks. I mean, you know, you have, I mean, you fly into any of these European countries and they're, you know, they're going to, they're going to pat you down, they're going to check your passport, make sure that, that you're safe, but yet they're allowing millions, millions of migrants who, they can't prove their identity. They don't know who they are. I mean, they could be total criminals. I'm not saying that all of them are. I know that there are some real needs there. I know that some of the migrants are Christian, some of them are, are, are even Muslims that, that are uh, more passive or, or moderate. But there's no way of verifying it, so you have this kind of thing happening. But why? And, and Eastern Europe says, look, we are not going to, we're not dealing with this. And Hungary has put up massive uh, fencing, barricades, and a lot of these European countries now are saying that they want to even exit the EU. Oh, you know, I remember, I remember when I was traveling in Eastern Europe 
and the citizens of Eastern Europe would talk about how they would just love to be part, if they could only be part of the European Union. What a great day that would be. Well, they did. Now they're saying, we don't like your policies, Brussels. Brussels, of course, the capital of Belgium and the capital of the European Union. They're saying, we're, we're sick and tired of your policies. We're sick and tired of, of various EU nations that are trying to show their power and authority, like Germany. And, and, uh, and they're, 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 they're furious with it. So they're saying, enough going to be a part of this. And so I believe that you're really going to see something happen. Now, is that prophetic? Is that biblical? Absolutely. Because if you look in Daniel chapter 2, you'll notice that there is a beast. And we've, we've, we've discussed this before. A beast that represents the governments of this world. It started with Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon, which is present-day Iraq right now, but but literal Babylon, you know, the head of gold, and then you moved into some of the other civilizations and other other nations, of course, the you know, Medo Persia and Greece and and Rome and and it goes on. But what's so interesting is that last part of the beast uh, of the of this of this image, I should say. And of course, we've got gold and. Uh, and, and it goes to uh, to iron and then and and all the other and, and all the other uh, I don't remember them all but but as you progress further down this image in Daniel chapter two and sometimes we'll, we'll have to read it but uh, as you go down further that the composition of this image becomes a lot more weak at the very end. It refers to iron mixed with clay. Iron mixed with clay, meaning that that the two really can't coexist. They, they they cannot blend together. They will ultimately and inevitably break apart. As you begin to look at the feet and the toes of this image in Daniel chapter two, the dream that Nebuchadnezzar had and the dream that was interpreted by the prophet Daniel. So I don't have time to go into all the details on this, but, but trust me when I say that, that as we look at this image, and you can read it in Daniel chapter 2, and I would encourage you to do that, as, it looks in, as you look into the feet and into the ten toes, uh, as we see the representation of that in Europe, As we go from iron and iron mixed with clay, we see that it's not holding together. Now, the this beast starts with gold and brass and silver and iron and then iron mixed with clay. That's where we're at today. And this this European Union, this European Union is falling apart. They're wanting out. They're wanting out bad. Uh, and, and some nations that actually submitted application to be in the European Union have have retracted it and said, you know what, we don't think we want to be in it now. Iceland is a good example of that. They had applied to be part. They never had, They are part of the European Union. They never have been. But they said, 
we we want to cancel our application to become part of the EU. We don't need part of it anymore. And other countries that are part said, we're done. We, we, we want out. Okay, are these leaders over there, are they... Are they incredibly nuts, or do they have an agenda? Well, it's all part of the of the new world order, the, the global agenda that's uh, that's taking place right now. And if these countries can bring in certain focus groups, certain uh, immigrant populations, they feel that they will become become loyal to them and will align themselves with a particular political party. So that's part of it. That's why we've seen such an influx in illegal uh, immigration here in the United States. Are we going to be facing, an, uh, you know, they're not telling the whole story of what's going on in Central and Western Europe right now. It's, it's, it's really out of control. It truly is. Now, Eastern Europe has said we we are dealing with with a with the Ukrainians, so that's that's gonna that's what we're dealing with right now. Which the thing is is that I mean, Ukrainians are not are not radical as a whole, and that's the one difference there. Uh, we're going to be in the United States uh, in 2016. First they said 10,000. Now we're looking at 200,000. That number is going to go way up. That number is going to go way up. I mean, Germany has has gotten like a million, like a million of these. Uh, and we're talking about immigrants that we don't know who they are or what their affiliations are. We have no way of doing that. And the United States won't either. So 2016 is going to be an incredible year of change and transition. Get ready for it. I wish I could say that it's going to be all nice and beautiful, but that's not going to be the case. A shaking is going to take place. You know, speaking of shakings, I uh, I watched San Andreas. I don't know if you all have seen that movie. Um, I didn't catch it in theaters, but I, I watched it over the weekend because uh, uh, it just can't came out on uh, DVD, and of course it was pretty pretty overwhelming just to see the destruction of what that uh, earthquake did. But you know we're we're actually hearing now from seismologists and from experts that that uh, um, another earthquake could, uh, well, um, we're talking about the likes of which we've never experienced. The largest earthquake on record took place in uh, some years ago, a few decades ago, took place in Chile. It was a 9.5, the biggest earthquake ever recorded in modern history. So powerful, it lasted, lasted 11 minutes and caused a tsunami as far as away as uh, as the Philippines and Hawaii, it's far it's a long ways. It was a nine point five. They're predicting uh, they're predicting an earthquake could affect the the Pacific. 
area could have could could be part of of San Andreas could affect other fault lines as well. They said it probably would. And so it would go down so far that it would also impact not only North America but but portions of uh, of Central America and parts of South America that could actually divide the two continents, North and South America, that we could, could see it at the very least be a 12 on the combined magnitude scale. They used to do Richter scale, but that's they do combined magnitude now. And this, I mean, we're talking about a literal shaking, but I think we're going to see a shaking uh, of, of both kinds. Uh, and and here's the thing: this this literal earthquake that they're talking about that could happen, that could actually split North and South America apart. Uh, at, at the Central America, uh, Central American region, they're predicting it. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just giving you something to think about. They're saying it could happen between the end of this year and the end of next year. Basically, pretty much 2016. And they're not saying within the next, you know, 20 years. Does that mean it's going to happen? No, I'm not saying that. But I'm, I am saying that the world is rocking and rolling. Politically, uh, economically, and at some point, literally. We are living in the last days. Now, I'm not saying that the world is going to end tomorrow or next week or next month. But we are in the season. We're 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 in what the Bible refers to in Matthew chapter twenty four as the beginning of sorrows. The beginning of sorrows. I believe that. Not that we're in necessarily the the final uh here, but uh that we're in the beginning of sorrows. Now, does that mean to 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 get down and, and depressed and and to spiral into a state of of sadness and depression? No, no, that's not that's not what it says. Jesus says to look up because your redemption is on its way. I'm just paraphrasing. It's, your redemption draweth nigh, as the Bible says, that, that it's coming. But in, but until then, do we just? Do we just live in fear? No. But we should understand the times. We should know the seasons. The Bible says in Revelation, first chapter, that if we and hear and understand three blessings that will come, blessed is the one who reads, hears, and understands the words of the prophecy the time is is drawing near. So the Lord wants to impart to you a blessing. Now, did he say what kind of a blessing that would be by reading and hearing and understanding? You know, sometimes we can we can read a verse our entire lives and it could be meaningful, but then there comes a point, I think when when the Spirit of God, maybe through a minister or through uh just through your own personal time with, with him, reveals something to you. 
Now think about this. God says, I will bless you. I will bless you if you do those things. Now how will he bless you? How will that blessing manifest itself? Because some people will jump on you and say, why are you talking about revelation? Why are you talking about uh, all of these events from Syria to uh, to what's going on in Europe to uh, all of these kingdoms that are rising and falling, earthquakes, famines, pestilences, all, all of these different, different uh, concerns. Well, it's it's all part of the final the final events that are spoken of in in the prophecies, revelation, and so forth. And 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 I believe that those blessings have come in many ways. Blessings of divine protection, blessings of of, of a greater impartation of the Spirit of God, uh, a greater uh, manifestation of of God's uh, peace and joy and uh, uh, um, perhaps financial blessings. We don't know. Uh, God's blessings are overflowing. But any time that God says, I've got a blessing for you if you do thus and so, then we need to jump for that. We do. Something to think about and to uh, consider. Uh, as we wrap up here, I just want to cover a couple more things. Just a couple more points here. And we'll be wrapping up. Remember, our playback number is 646-92... I'm sorry, 712-775-7039. Access code 327-756-POUND. 712-775-7039 with access code 327-756-POUND. And I do just want to just cite a couple more articles here. Uh, the Swiss, uh, Switzerland, of course, they never joined the EU. Uh, they're, uh, they just voted for an anti-immigration party. They're saying, we're not going to deal with this migration, this, this, this crisis here. Uh, we're saying, I mean, just history is repeating itself. And uh, Switzerland's always been that haven. Uh, they're saying that, well, that's the way they're going to be again. Uh, Russia warns that uh, warns Israel it will shoot down aircraft over Syria. Are we seeing the the manifestation of Ezekiel chapter uh, 38 uh, come in, in into play here? It looks like it could be, uh, but we're not going to jump the gun just yet. But it does appear that way. Oh, what else is going on? Um, school bans 21 gun salute honoring veterans, claiming it promotes gun violence. Uh, oh, man. Well, <laughs> it's just uh, unbelievable, uh, some of the ideas that they get. Uh, United States seeking talks with Russia, Turkey, on Syria. Uh, this is according to Secretary of State John Kerry. Uh, the State Department, as we just reported earlier in the broadcast, backing down from their original push, their original push for uh, for Russia to get out. Now they're they're having a more uh, a more eased tone, a, a, a softer tone. So uh, so much uh, happening. 
Facebook wants your phone number. Cites threats from government hackers. Hmm. Time we can just take a peek at the at the beginning of this article here. Facebook wants your phone number. Okay. Facebook is urging users to add security to their account, citing possible attacks by nation-state hackers. The company did not say whether it would send text alerts in case of government snooping. Or the phone number. Or if the phone numbers provided will be kept safe. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I, I've known several people that have had their face uh, accounts hacked. You probably have, too. And sometimes you begin to ask yourself the question, is it really is it really wise to even be on Facebook? Well, we'll get into that maybe in another broadcast. Um, Canada, for those of you living in Canada, you know that uh, there's a major shift in government today. Uh, Canadian liberals on track to form majority government, ending nine years of conservative government. It's a big story coming out of uh, out of Canada. Uh, what else? Uh, Fox News reporting that Jim Webb, uh, one of the Democratic contenders, uh, dropping out of the, the Democratic uh, presidential race. That really comes in, in no surprise. Uh, Detroit pastor shoots, kills assailant during church service. You can check out that article at Real Magellan on Twitter or go to our website, MagellanShow.com. And uh, tomorrow is Back to the Future Day. Uh, remember when they went into the future? They went back to the future to 1955, then they went into the future to 2015 where Marty uh, saw his future. October 21st, 2015. So tomorrow is officially Back to the Future Day. I mean, we time really is, I mean, flies by. But anyways, uh, we appreciate your listening to our broadcast, 712-775-7039, access code 327-756-POUND. To listen to the playback by phone and always on uh, MagellanShow.com, iTunes as well. And also we want to thank IQDCalls.com. An awesome website posting great calls, uh, including ours as well. But you want to thank them as well for what they uh, what they're doing. Thanks so much for listening to the broadcast. Magellan here signing off. We'll see you Thursday. Uh, and until then, make it a great day. God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. Uh, we will we'll try to get your questions. I see someone has a question. We'll try to catch you. Uh, on the next go-around. Have a great day, my friends. Magellan signing off. Uh, Bye-bye for now.